Your assignment. Your assignment. How many of y'all want to know about your assignment? How many of y'all want to have, have I even broken, have I broken into the want to? Into the want to, right? So you were created for something. Yes? Most people say they don't know what it is. But tonight, we're going to find out that maybe you do. We're going to find out maybe you do. Maybe you do. So, first scripture that comes to mind is Jeremiah 1 and 5. Let's go there. Thank God for... Amen. Praise God. Thank God for uh, governmental leaders that agree with the Bible. I'm neither conservative or liberal. Liberalism is a mental disorder, and conservatism is not necessarily Christianity, right? Caitlyn Jenner is a conservative. I don't know how Christian. What's the pronoun? He is. Everybody say he. Everybody say he. Everybody say he. All right. We're going to keep the pronouns straight. All right. Here we go. Let's read it together. Can we read on the screen? This is an amplified. Everybody. Here we go. Let's read it. Before I form you. Everybody say the Bible. The word of God is God. Speaking to to everybody else else. but me. me. Is that true? No. Mm -mm. The word of God is God speaking to me. Everybody say that. The word of God God. is God speaking to me. So let's take this scripture personal. Before I form you in the womb, Cecile, Alondra Brooks, Andre Norton, Before I formed you in the womb, yes, I knew you, and do you know why people are always on social media? Number one reason, number one reason, social affirmation and approval. (laughs) I love what Andrew Womack said, you already got it. You ever seen a dog chasing his tail? He's going after something he already has. Hello? If the most beautiful woman, which my wife, think I'm the cutest man in the world, what else do I need? I don't need Regina Haynes winking at me. Right? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my Good God Almighty. God chose you as an instrument. Anybody ever been in the band? Huh? What did you play? Quick, what did you play? What did you play? What did you play? What did you play? Anybody else? Drunk, what did you play? What? Okay. Chosen instrument. That was the instrument you chose to play, obviously. That instrument could not have low self-esteem because you chose it. Right? God chose you. He said, you are my chosen instrument. 
Only a few people get used in the body. The bishops, the pastors, the, the prophetesses. Got to watch out for the prophetesses. Evangelists, the reverends. The wrong people we expect to get used. He said, I chose you because remember the word of God is God speaking to, to me. I approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you. That means I set you apart to myself as my own. I have appointed you. Here we go. I've appointed you. Fill in the blank. You are appointed to do something in this life. There are strings in this life invisible called destiny. There are invisible railroad tracks called destiny. They will take you on your journey where you're supposed to go to your destination. He has already appointed you to do something. Everybody say, even me. Even me. Do you believe even you? Even you, though, for real. Not just me, not just whoever else you think is, you know, called of God. Amen? The Bible says you. Right? <laughs> so, everywhere I go, I've been preaching this. I went to North Carolina, you know. I don't know how many people in there that night that we talked about it. Maybe 300, something like that, 400. Everybody comes to the altar because they don't know what they're supposed to do either. They pass the shake his head is like, really, y'all? <laughs> All right. So here's the title of the message. Dwayne always asks me the title of the message. Here is the title of the message. If you don't know what your divine assignment is, what do you know? <laughs> you know something. If you don't know particularly what your assignment is, if you don't know your assignment, what do you know? That's the title. If you don't know your assignment, what do you know? Because you know something. So we're going to talk about what you know tonight. And it may lead to what you thought you didn't know. Hello? Let's just talk about the things that you know. Can we go back to the wicked, slothful servant? I didn't call him that. Who called him that? What chapter is that? Oh, y'all good students. Let's go there. Did y'all come to Bible study, religious, or did y'all come to study the Bible? All right, get you a pen, get you something to write with. Right now, come on. And let's roll. Get you something, maybe, you know, whatever, whatever you use, your iPad, your phone, it'd be fine, as long as you're not texting and on Facebook or something. All right? Totally fine. All right, Matthew 25. Yo, I can't get out of Matthew 25. How long have we been in Matthew 25? For a minute, right? So much revelation in this. So much. Right after the Olivet Discord, Matthew 24, talking about end times, 25, the 10 versions, 
parable, and then this parable. For the kingdom of heaven, verse 14, is as a man traveling into a far country who called his servants. So he traveled into a far country. That means the country was far from where he was from. Who would that be? Jesus. Which country did he travel far into? Oh, man, we got students up in here with their thinking caps on. Exactly. Far country was earth. He traveled from heaven, right? So here it is. He's traveling to a far country called his own servants. All right? These are not the devil's people. We always want to talk about the devil made people do something. something. No. He said, these are my servants. Yes. <laughs> he called his servants, right? And delivered unto them his goods. How many of y'all are servants of God? How many of y'all are Christians? Okay. Servant. You know, serving means you need to serve. What about the waitress that don't wait? And the waiter that don't. Come on. You just told me you said all of that religious stuff we say all the time. If you guys child, are you an obedient child? If you guys serving, what are you serving? Go back to that bad word in the church, the D word. What is it? What's, what's the bad word in the church? Doing, yes. Yes, doing. Not the book of intentions, the fifth book of the New Testament. Not the book of meetings. That's what it would be in this day, present day church. The book of actions, acts of the apostles would be the book of meetings. Book of conferences, that's all we like to do in the church to have another man. Y'all be going to church for me. Girl, I couldn't even get you involved. Girl, I was at church in the mean. <laughs> Girl, Saturday at 9 o'clock, it was a church. No, we was on Zoom on the meeting. We like to meet and talk. Yeah? What do servants do? They do. They do. Question again. And y'all, you know, I'm a, y'all keep coming back for more. Y'all keep coming back for more. So I'm going to keep asking, what are you doing for God? What are you doing? My pastor, he does it good. No, not me. What are you doing? Yes. So you're a servant. So he calls his servants. These are not Buddhists. These are not Muslims. These are not agnostics. It's not the LGBT. You know, we, we, I'm saying, we, we, we say, you know, all this is a problem. All these other people. Okay? Let, let's do some in-house right now. He called his servants, yes? And entrusted them with his possessions. So if you are a servant of God, Do you know that he entrusted you with his goods? There's a scripture that says we have treasure in earth and vessels. Where did the treasure come from? God, he put it in us. Somebody say amen. Fullness of the Godhead bodily, right? All of those things. Same power to raise Jesus from the dead. 
Quick as our mortal body? Yes. First John 4.17, my new favorite scripture, right? As he is, so are we in this world. Are, not will be in heaven. So are we. What is he talking about? Your spirit, man, right? All that's the good stuff down in your spirit. So he gave his treasure and all of that, right? Oh, 417, good. But let's go back to 25. All right. And unto one he gave five, unto another he gave two, to another one. He gave one to every man according to his several ability and immediately took his journey. He left. You know, the Bible said God gave gifts to men and he that descended also what? Ascended, right? It's talking about Jesus. He came, dropped off the gifts, went back. It's all packaged up in something called eternal life. Zoe life. He left it, left his goods, gave to every man severally, right? When you baptize with the Holy Spirit, you get the gifts of manifestation as he wills. Yes? Is that true or not? Of course it is. So the Bible says. So he left. He wanted his work to continue when he wasn't here working. He said, if I go, the Holy Spirit comes, right? Your comforter, your helper. He wants work to continue to happen in his absence. Absentee owners, it's one thing to have a business, you know, the plumber business, you know, you gotta be out there unplugging all the, the toilets and stuff. But it is a business. But what if you have an absentee business? A business that operates when you're not there, right? The work continues when you sleep or when you're on vacation, right? So Jesus left his service, gave his servants goods, told them what to do. He left. Is he coming back? Absolutely. All right? So the one with five, we've heard it a million times. Ad nauseum, I just want to keep reading it to you. So maybe somebody will do the horrible D word in church. What is that? Do something. So the one with five, reproduce and have five more. The one with two, reproduce, had two more. But the one, they had one. And remember as we looked at the dialogues, the ones that produced, they didn't talk much, did they? No, they didn't have much to say. They didn't have much to say. But 18, but he that received one went and digged in the earth, hid his Lord's money. Yeah. So you can trade it or you can dig. You're still going to do some work, right? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't do all that work not to do work. You ever see people at work working hard not to do work? Might as well go ahead and do some work. You still working? <laughs> Almost every time I go to Walmart. Yeah, you ever see this? Am I the only one? 
People with the blue vests are on hiding around corners. Their light is supposed to be on. They're supposed to be at their registers. Is anybody over? Shh. Like they're doing you a favor. Bro, turn your light on. Are you being paid or are you volunteering? Go ahead and work. <laughs> they ever do that like they're doing you a favor? Keep the light off. I'm, I'm going to check you out. Come here. I'll, I'll check you out. <laughs> Sneak around not to work at work. It's too much work. Might as well work. Somebody say me. But here we go. So, uh, the one that had received five, he brought another five, saying, this is all he said, Lord, you delivered unto me five talents, behold, I've gained beside them five talents more. So he said unto them, well, done. You all see that D word again? Done is the uh, perfect past tense of doing. Is that right? <laughs> what have you done? Yes? All right. Thou good and faithful servant, you've been faithful of a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. Same one he received. Um, two talents came and said, Lord, real quick, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I gained two other talents beside now. Well done, thy uh, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler. Many things enter into the joy of the Lord. Same thing. Then he which had received one talent came and said, Lord, he's got a whole speech prepared. Because that's all he's done. That's, that's all he, had. he had a lot of time to prepare the speech because he didn't do nothing else. He's got two verses of speeches, but still hasn't produced anything. But I want, I want you to see the first thing he said. Y'all see this? What did he say? I I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. He started talking about what he knew about Jesus and his, his expectations, right? He said, I knew. <laughs> Y'all see that? I want to camp out right there. Okay. So what do you know? Though? Everybody knew something. All three of them knew something. And you'll notice in this text, Jesus didn't rebuke what he said he knew. Look at it. Oh, gosh. He said, I knew that you were a hard man. Kind of insulting Jesus at this point, you know, a little disrespectful, a little dishonorable. I knew you was a harsh man, hard man, right? He said, I knew. Here's my question. My only point tonight is what do you know? Do you know anything? What do you know? He said, I knew you were hard men. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Reaping where you have not sown, gathering where you have not strolled. I was afraid, fear, when hid my talent in the earth. Therefore, you can have back what you gave to me. His Lord answered and said unto him, you wicked. This is what God calls wicked. Was he looking at porn all day? No. He calls this man wicked though. No indication he was cheating on his wife. 
No indication he was doing drugs or getting drunk. See, I'm telling you now, and see, church people, we throw off on the, the stuff we don't. See, that's what I'm saying. We get our jollies by what we can say we don't do. But Jesus want to know, what did you do, though? I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't cuss, I don't chew, I don't hang with anybody who do. That's good. And good for who? Good for you. I stopped sleeping around women. Great. Now I don't have STDs and doctor's appointments and creams. And it's good for me. Not, that's not I'm doing God a favor. I don't get drunk no more. Great. You remember the hangovers? The headaches? The throwing up in the toilet? The, the laying by the toilet with the cool toilet bowl on your face? <laughs> the pictures that people used to take and post of what you did when you was drunk? Who's that good for? Waking up in bed so you ain't know the person? What the heck? Where am I? Who are you? Right? So I'm telling you guys, listen to me. I know the old way of church and all that, pre-pandemic, all that stuff, I, I've been trying to tell y'all the whole time. I've been talking this the whole time, but you know. Y'all, all that what I don't do, what I don't do no more, y'all, you know, places I used to go, I don't go no more. Things I used to do, I don't do no more. Things I used to say, I don't say no more. Great. That's called holiness, sanctification. That's great. And you need to have that. But what is it for? What is the sanctification for? What is the setting aside for? Remember Jeremiah? I set you apart. I sanctified you to be a fill in the blank. For him was a prophet. That's what it's for. So I want to ask you, when you think about how good a Christian you are, what do you think about? What you don't do anymore? Or what you do? I'm just asking the question. Because it looks like Jesus, he put a lot of stock in what people do around here. <laughs> he said, you wicked lady servant. He said, you knew. If you don't do anything, you're going to be judged on what you knew, though. Because the man said, I knew. Jesus didn't say he was lying. He said, since you knew, why didn't you do? Since you knew, why didn't you do? Hello? If you don't do, you're going to be judged on what you knew. Hmm? Come on. Anybody ever have a black mama? Hello? They told you what to do. They come home, didn't find it done. Hey, didn't I tell you to do this? I didn't know. No, don't tell me. You didn't know. Hello? Because remember, I called you at lunch and reminded you. Hello? Yes or no, maybe so. So what do you know? Let's talk about that. Because this man didn't do anything, but he knew something. 
He knew something. He knew something. Let's start, let's start the basic, right? Let me, let me, let me back up to the prequel. You know, there was a time, you know, when God was teaching me about spiritual warfare, demons and stuff like that. Back when we were very young. And I, I had some experiences with people that was dealing in that and stuff. And, you know, some of y'all heard some of those stories along the years. But I want you to understand, did Jesus defeat Satan or what? Did he? Did he utterly defeat him or not? The Bible said he spoiled him. He made an open show. You know when you spoil your enemy? You take everything from them. The Bible says I give you power over the enemy and he shall not by any means harm you. Right? Now you heard the story about Clarita, right? And, 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 and uh, That's Summerall. Totally documented in the Philippines. They made a movie about it. She was getting invisible bites and she was bleeding and all that. It was demonic spirit. But well, y'all, you notice, didn't nothing bite left somewhere though? <laughs> you notice, didn't nothing hurt him? Now, I'm going to take a little side journey just to help you understand why you say you don't know what your assignment is. Most of you say, I don't know. So if we were in class, you could call out, what is the devil's only power? Discouragement? What else? Influence? What did he do from the beginning? Pardon me? Deception. That's all he has. He had it from the beginning. That's all he has is deception. Let's go to Genesis. This is why you don't know. Could he be deceiving you into thinking you don't know when you know? Because I'm going to tell you, somewhere between about 7, 10, 12, God told you some stuff. If you, Even if you was in traumatic situations, God was speaking to you. He put things in you when you were a child. Well, I call a purple over say, but they beat it out. You. They beat, I let them beat it out, man. Don't let them beat it out, you. And all this teaching about trauma and PTSD, I'm going to tell you, I went through a lot of trauma, aces as a child. Guess what? Devil couldn't get what God put in me out. Somebody ought to say Amen. Look at Genesis chapter 3. Oh, I'm going to show you several scriptures on this. And it's going to really help you. And then not to be afraid of the devil in the first place. Look at this. Now, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle. What? You ever think about it? was a lot of animals in the garden. Why didn't the devil get into a line and just... Stomp his feet, put his foot on the neck of Eve and say, you got to eat this. I mean, they were talking animals. 
Eğer fardüre They had dominion over the planet, over every animal. She had dominion over the, over the serpent. Yeah? They were made in God's image, right? After his likeness. He told them to have dominion. So the devil had a right to do that. But he came how? Subtly. In the Amplified, put in the Amplified. Now the serpent was more crafty, subtle, skilled in deceit than any other living creature. And the serpent, Satan, said unto the woman, look at it in, in King James. What's the first thing he says? Yeah, has God really said? Questioning what God said. Questioning what God put in you. The assignment you already know. Could it be that God chose me to do this? Chose you? You're not important enough. You don't have enough power. You don't have enough gifting. He called you to do something? Nah. And then he showed you them pictures when you used to get drunk. Showed them flashback. God can't use you. First thing he does is question what God said. He's subtle, right? Can I show it to you again? Let's go to the spiritual warfare chapter. Where is that in Ephesians? 6, Ephesians 6. All right, let's go to Ephesians 6. Because the general teaching class tonight, she knows everything. 6. She's right. All right. Let's go. Look at verse 13. Wherefore, oh look, 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of the darkness of this world, spiritual weakness, high place. That's something some big, gigantuan demon stuff, right? But let's what it say. 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Right? Having done all to stand. Oh, look at verse 11. That's what I wanted. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against what? What are wilds? Wonder what wilds are. You ever heard of Wild E. Coyote? Remember? Huh? Was Wild E. Coyote real powerful? What was he? He was crafty. He was cunning. You got to put on the whole armor of God, all that armor, to stand against what? Wilds. Isn't it what it say? The wise of the devil. Here it is. I got this little app on my Bible so I can punch it. Here's a Greek word, wiles, methodia. Maybe that word method comes from that. I don't know. To lie in wait, cunning arts, deceit, craft, trickery. To stand against the trickery and the craft of the devil. All he got, y'all, is tricks. All he got is cunningness and deceitfulness. And he's deceived most of you guys in here that have been blood-bought, spirit-filled, sanctified, loved the Lord, 
filled with the Holy Ghost. He deceived almost everybody because every time I ask, how many of y'all still don't know your assignment? All of his go. He deceived you into believing. You don't know your assignment. You don't have an assignment. Your assignment is to come to a church, sit your behind in the soft seat, and listen to somebody else who's going in their assignment, who's flowing in their assignment. Support the person in their assignment, which is the pastor. That's deception. That's why we can't get more done. Because most church people don't do nothing. I mean, what do they do? Mega churches, 10,000, packing a seat. And applaud. Oh, that was. Every once in a while, they're standing applaud. And once in a while, it just gets on my. Hey, hey, you're dismissed to next meeting. Okay. Don't do anything. Have been tricked. Y'all, I'm showing you. Can, can you see this? Can you see this? Let's go to 2 Corinthians 11.3. Show it to you one more time. 2 Corinthians 11.3. Y'all, this all the devil has. All the devil has is tricks and lies. He's the father of lies. That's it. He tells people they're not worth anything. All the opioid epidemic, people killing themselves. All they're doing is listen to the lies of the devil. It won't get better. It's over. He broke up with you. You might as well end your life. You're nothing. You're not worth anything. All that stuff. That's all he has. And people listen to that. And that's how he has control. And he's lying to you all the time about your insignificance. You're not talented enough. You're not gifted enough. You can't public speak like them. You can't. You don't look like them. If you had a body like that, if you had, if you could look like that, if you if you could act like them, if you had the money that this one had, all of those excuses he tells you over and over and over, and you sink, sink, sink down into a life of mediocrity and normalcy and nothingness, working to retire and get some gold watch that they're gonna give you. I remember the American dream was all that money that you buy Tom Shady, you move to Florida before the pandemic. Now we can travel before the pandemic. Now what do you got to look forward to? Now that's no life. Now that life is so boring. Oh, you talking about wanting to end your life? I couldn't live like that. I've never lived like that. I've never had that kind of mindset. Even when I was 13, started preaching. Never thought I would be like that, live like that. I haven't lived like that. I'm not going to live like that. My life is going to matter. What about yours? No, well, you're, because pastor, you're the pastor. Your life should matter. What about yours? Two amens. I'm telling you, 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 you believe in the lie. You believe the lie. You keep believing the lie. Don't believe the lie, y'all. Don't believe the lie. Don't believe the lie. One person's life can change everything. Do you understand that? Do you understand that God could do something so significant in one moment in your life that it changes everything? I don't know that Rosa Parks wrote a lot of books. I don't know that she did a lot of public speaking. 
I don't know if she built any big companies. I had any major invention. But one moment sparked the whole civil rights movement. Just doing, and according to the movie, research, she was a Christian woman hearing God. Right? Like you, you can, you don't have to be some reverend or something. Why is everybody looking down? Why y'all looking at me like a monkey? No, you're like, hmm? That's true. Father, help me get this over. Y'all don't believe it. And that hurts me. That hurts. That, I'm crying on the inside. Cause I, I, and everywhere I go, I say this to people. Pastor, well, I really enjoyed that. How did you enjoy that? And you ain't doing nothing. Second <laughs> Corinthians 11 and 3. This is Paul. He said, but I fear. Now, this is Paul. Paul told Timothy, God's not giving us a spirit of fear. Right? But he said, this is what I'm afraid of. He wasn't afraid of the devil. Now, listen. He said, I fear less by any means as the serpent, once again, beguiled Eve through his subtlety. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that's in Christ. Your mind has been corrupted. He's not talking to the the lesbians. He's not talking to the agnostics. He's not talking to the atheists. This book is written to the Christians at Corinth. And he's saying to them, he said, my fear is that even as the serpent beguiled Eve by his cunning, your minds may be corrupted and led away from the simplicity. Led away. Led away. I have to be this or that to be important or to make an impact with my life. It's not true. It's not true. So what do you know? Here's a better question. What did you know? What did you know about your life? What did you know about your son? <laughs> huh? What did you know? Could, could it be that sometimes, you know, because the, the stages are we're going to find, follow, and fulfill the will of God for our life, right? So you got to find it first. But could it be after you found it, the devil come? Because remember in uh, Mark chapter 4, parable of the sword, when the word is preached, the devil comes when? Six months? No, six months later. No, he comes immediately to, to do what? Still. Can you see? You find your assignment, the destiny. Wow, I found it. And here comes the dog immediately. With subtlety. Yeah, you can never do that. You could never do that. 
Have some somebody else. You can't, you can't even do that. How you going to do that? Mm. I tell you what, why don't you wait on that? <laughs> you got more important stuff to do now. Yeah, don't you got more important stuff to do? Why don't you wait and do that later? Here's my question. What did you know? What do you know? What do you know? Number one, do you know if you're born again or not? Just write that down and check that off if you know that. I know I've been born again. I know. What do you know? I've been born again. My life has been changed. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold. What's the most important word in that scripture? Behold. What does behold mean? Look, it's not hidden, y'all. When a person gets born again, it's not hidden. It's behold. Who's beholding? Everybody. That's why you lose your old sinful friends. Because they see it too. Girl, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? Mm, You've been acting funny. I'm saying what I'm saying. You've been, you been tripping. What you mean? I wrote the joint the other day. You ain't even taking it. Man, I ain't doing it no more. That's what I'm saying. You're different. Behold. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, right? Have, do you know for sure you became a new creature? Is there a before and after picture? Come on, Jenny Craig. I was 400 pounds. And after Jenny Craig, I'm 450 pounds. <laughs> That's not going to sell Jenny Craig, is it? No. <laughs> right? It's, it's, you should have a before and after picture, right? Huh? Right? Yeah. So, are you, do you know that part? Huh? Okay. Do you know you have the Holy Ghost? No. Write that down. Some of y'all uncertain right there? We, we can just disciple you right there. Okay? We can help you. But if you don't know, then we can help you. Have you been baptized in the Holy Ghost? Do you have it? I don't know. Number three. Do you know basic training? What he told all of us to do? You see, like when you're in the army, right? I, I want to be in. A, I want to be a medic. I want to be. I want to be a rifle for me. I want to be an airman. I want to be. A, it, it don't matter because everybody's gonna cut their hair and go through what? Y'all know what basic training is? What's? Please holler it out. What is the basic training? For all Christians leading into their assignment. Anybody know? Pardon me? 
Oh, let's go to Matthew 28. It's called the great. So if you're born again, you have already been commissioned. Pastor, I need a 12 uh, message series on how to take a track out of my pocket and offer somebody a church car. Now, you need occupational therapy. If you can't do it, you need to go to rehab and get, get your physical therapy so and practice putting your hand in your pocket. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You're lying. He stole it from you, though. The devil deceived you in the fact that you don't know. Okay. Can everybody read? Anybody need hooks on phonics? Because we can help you. We're going to read it to you. It says, go, therefore, and make of all ethnic groups. Whew. One thing the LGBT got right, they, they want everybody. They want the rainbow. And the church, we just want our kind. What, what do you say? See, this, this is basic training them. This is how we know most Christians ain't doing jack. <laughs> we, this, this is basic training. Go to there for make disciples of all nations, help people to learn of me. Who's got to learn? The babies, right? By now, by now, it says in Hebrews, but you're not, you should be teaching, but now we got to teach you again because you're still a babe, right? Okay? So it's our responsibility. Who's? This is for the pastors. Who's this for? These are the sons that follow them that. Yeah. So go make disciples of all nations, help people to learn of me. So let's go back to doing are you doing that? Have you done this? At all, ever, ever. You know the statistic says 90% of Christians will never lead one person to Christ, no matter how long they're saved. Help people with, y'all, this is, so who's gonna say, I don't know my assignment no more. Please raise your hand. Please raise your hand and say, I don't know. I don't know. No, you know something. Let's start with basic training. I help people learn me, of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. This is the Great Commission. This is basic training. This is, can we start here? Can we start here? Lord, I don't know what to do. Okay, start here. I don't know what my assignment is. Let me tell you what your assignment is going to always do. Always, no matter what your assignment is. No matter what your assignment is, it's going to always, let's go to Genesis 50, 20. I love the scripture. Anybody know what this says? Genesis 50, 20. What does it say? But as for you, you thought evil against me, 
but God meant it unto good. Why? To bring it to pass as it is today. To do what? So guys, here's what I want you to do. If I don't ask for it, just keep it in King James, New King James, please. All right. Turn it to King James for me, if you don't mind. Thank y'all so much. All right. To save much people alive. To save much people alive. Anything you're going to do, number one, it's not going to be for you. Go into all you the world and do what? Make the sign. So let's talk about what we know. Number one, your assignment has nothing to do with who? You. <laughs> Whatever your assignment is, we can mur Murdoch it, right? Mark Murdoch. You were born to solve a, you are assigned to either a person or a group of, that's it. That's it. That's simple. I'm not assigned to people in Kentucky. I'm assigned to people in Houston. <laughs> that's who I am. Now, our streams and all that stuff, it can reach other places. But my assignment, God told us when we were having fun in our dream house in North Carolina. We were fine with Virginia. Content? Hmm? I don't want to come back here. We'll see none of y'all. I didn't. Trying to stay with my mom. I was trying to stay. God said, no, go back. This is your assignment. Y'all, I knew that. What do you know? Okay, number one, your life is not, my life is not my own. To you, I, I give my, I give myself, I give myself. So, can, is he using you though? Everybody look at me, why are you looking down? Is he using you though? And how? Isn't that the end game? No matter what, it's to save many people alive. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. Your assignment is always for other people. What do you know? And who is our most exciting client for us to work on? Ourselves, me, myself. Gotta get my knee up. My eyebrow. Ooh, girl, I could just have this guy. I gotta get this on. Ooh, girl, my toes. I need to get them. They done grew out. And I need to, ooh, I need to lose some weight. I do. I'm gaining some I, I'm, I'm back in, I'm, I'm, I'm back in the gym. Working, working on that weight. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I gotta, ooh, girl. And I, you know what I've been doing? I've been getting my closet. I've been working on my, Y'all, that's carnal. That's what the world does. I want y'all to think about me. How much of my time do I really spend on me? Ask my wife. How much time do I spend on myself? 
Not, she says, not enough. I don't rest enough. I don't. Always something. I can get a call tonight. I could. After I preach for an hour, giving my best. And somebody upset because they did And he said happy birthday. He sung happy birthday to them. And it was my birthday. And he didn't sing it to me. Let me talk to pastor now. I could get it tonight. And I'm on, I'm on the call. Babes are always, you know, babes. Now, when you're a babe, what, who are babes concerned about? Babes ain't concerned about nobody. She got a little baby in there, and he, she just turned around, trying to get room, moving organs around. No, move that liver over there. I don't care about you. That's what babe, that's, it's, it's all, babe, you know a person's babe, they always offended, they always on they self, they always think about they self, it's always about them. Always. Anybody gonna grow up? Yeah. I'm at home, then I'm studying and praying. Guess, guess what I'm doing that for? Well, I can preach to people, help people, praying for people. Tuesday, five thirty, we up. What? Praying, training people, training, praying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most people work, and I work. You know, I work well, by vocational, as they say. You know, most people like to roll over on Saturday mornings, just just lay in the bed to eight. What am I doing? Got counseling sessions, they did that. Come to the church, we got training, meetings, meetings, meetings and meetings. But are we producing any doings though? That's when I get discouraged. I'm like, golly, what? Wait, I'm doing all this, but yeah. Anything you're gonna do. So let's get down to make it. Street level. I, I know some people know some stuff. Don't know the whole picture. You think you're supposed to be doing the restorations? You know that. Yeah. We know it. Because for years you talked about it. I saw when God had her in the boot camp at Vincent and Elkins. Because we had started this Bible study downtown at 1001 Fannin. That building is still there. First City Towers. We started a Bible study called Happy Hour. And we were getting people saved, all the attorneys, the paralegals, the attorney, partners, secretaries. They would come to our Bible study. And we started winning men and women. And, and she took experience in God just started training women. Didn't know she was on the boot camp. Because see, God, you know, he's not just going to put you off into something grand. You know what I mean? He's going to start you off. Right? You're going to be faithful in what is little and least. 
right? You're not going to despise the small beginning. I remember four or five years ago, six years ago, something like that. We did this little thing. We had the MITs. We said, MITs, put together. If money wasn't an object, what would you do for God? Hers was a house for women. Do you have your house for women? More women on the way? Are we partnering? Are we getting some stuff together? You know this, though. How do you know? How did you know? How did you know that was your assignment? How did you know? This kept coming. Thought about it all the time. Yeah. Consumed with it. Wrote it out. Drew it out. Yeah. You know. What you know something? What's in your heart to do for other people? The Bible says Jesus was full of compassion. Right? So one way to know, because we already know, number one, boot camp is the Great Commission, right? Why is it great? Why is it great? Because it, 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 it's for everybody. <laughs> it's broad, right? But so many people live in Never Never Land. You know what Never Never Land is? They ain't going to never do nothing, never think about doing nothing, Never get ready to do nothing as Christians. Never, 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 never. You can't live in Never Neverland and be a Christian because at some point, according to Matthew 25, you're going to be judged on that. Is that going to give me a hand? Maybe you squeak by and get to heaven, but the Bible says you're going to lose reward. Yeah? Was that 1 Corinthians 3? Right? You lose reward. So y'all, at some point, but I want to tell you, the gratification of doing, it's, it's, it's in your, it's kind of in your belly, it's in your, it's in your inner man. When you actually do what you were made to do, people have things like, they say stuff like this, it's like, it's like a hand in a glove, it's like a foot in a in a shoe that fits real well. It, 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 it's, it's, it, it's like you feel like you, you've walked into a velvet suit that hugs you and you feel fulfilled because you got all of these treasures and earthen vessels in your spirit, man, that cannot be released or unlocked until you get to where you belong doing what you're supposed to do. You see? Anybody ever went fishing? You seen the fish in the boat on the dock or something like that? What do they do? They just lay down, flop around. That's what Christians do. Just flop around. Flop, flop around. Right? They're out of the element, yeah? They don't belong in the boat or on the dock, right? Man, throw them back in the water. What do they do? 
They were made for that, right? You can't even unlock their genius till you put them where they belong to do what they're supposed to do. They can't even do what they were made to do until you get them in the right place. Yeah? I mean, if all we knew of fish was laying on the side of the dock or a boat, we wouldn't think much of fish, but y'all, you know, I went snorkeling in Jamaica. Man. You know how it looks like on those uh, National Geographic stuff? It looked just like that under there with the coral and stuff. And fish ain't scared of you when you're in their stuff. You're know. <laughs> you talking about shark attack. No. No, you, you was in their spot. <laughs> so I say amen. Shark attack would be if you in your house and they come up in there and bite for <laughs> Right? But you in their spot. Even little fish, they be looking at you like, hey, bro, do something. <laughs> they just eat Are you where you belong? Okay, let's talk about this. What you know? Are you at the right church? Write it down. No, I want you to write it down. Because the devil's still in from you, too. Maybe I need to leave over here. Why? Why? How come? Somebody made you mad, you can get your way or something. Why? Why? Do you, do you know that you know you're at the right spot? I mean, I, I don't know. Do you know? Maybe. I know I am. And you know, sadly for pastors, seats and people change. All the real people they have, <laughs> their wife, their children, <laughs> people come in and out, churches. People just not solid. People so flaky. They don't know where. And, and the devil, who is beguiling, he's very subtle. People who've had signs, ones, and miracles to get here. Like, I'm talking, come on, Gina. Just crazy. I had a dream about this, and I thought I was going to see Regina in H-E-B, and then I saw her in H-E-B, and in the dream, she was asking me, why I don't come to church? And I thought I was looking for a church. And then when, when I saw her in H-E-B, she gave me a church card, so I know I'm supposed to be over here. Where they at right now? They gone. They get excited. I don't know. Maybe I get people excited. I don't know. Then people get buyer's remorse. They get excited. They come down and join. Be in two, three weeks. I know we don't found our spot now. They going to? <laughs> Beguiling of the devil. You don't even know what you thought you knew. Because you let him talk you out of Remember, the first thing he said on the planet to Eve was a statement of doubt. Did God really say? You really sure this way your church? See, when stuff is going good, you know this is where your church is, right? Hello? When you get a miracle and sign one and all that, you know, right? <laughs> but it's in them other moments. 
Well, God ain't saying nothing. Stuff ain't moving. Well, maybe I wasn't. Maybe this, maybe it's the devil. He's subtle. He's stealing from you. I don't want you to write down what you know. Last question. What is it that pulls compassion out of you? What, what is it that, that, that draws that for somebody else? Remember, your assignment is for somebody else. You're assigned to a person or to a group of people. Now, we know we got the tree huggers, save the world people who want to save the world. We know that. But we need you to dig right down. Because every cause ain't your cause. Even the liberals, they be thinking, talking about every cause they call. Save the wells. Well, what about the babies? <laughs> what about the babies, though? Save the trees, save the wells. Let's let the babies die. All right, it's our body. Your body until they come out in another body? <laughs> I don't know. Is it one body or two? I thought it was separate bodies. Somebody say amen. Yeah. In everybody. You, 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 you can't have every call. Like I see how kids in, in, in those countries, and we're eating chicken. And it looks sad, man. The flies, you know. I think some of that be staged like, like why, you know, because we know about camera stuff, right? Sometimes we take, you know, right? We, we you know, we're, we're doing video for our shows and stuff. And we have to, I mean, stop, man. You got something on your face, right? But, you know, they want the oatmeal on the face and the flies flying around. Anybody else other than the little black kids, they wipe the stuff off their face with the little black kids because we're trying to get money from them. But I'm just saying, my mind does kind of work like that. But still, now I've given to some of that stuff every once in a while. Well, y'all, that's not, that doesn't, it don't move me with compassion. I know y'all think I'm a bad person, but you, you know what I'm saying? I watch that and say, oh, baby, that's bad. Pass the chicken, right? I will. Because that's not, that's not my thing. I support people. Hello? I do. I've had invitations to different countries and stuff to go preach and stuff. That's, you know, I, I'm, I'm a missionary to, to the streets, right? Now, when I see dudes, you know, ganged up, smoking weed, and, and the girls walking around, pregnant at 14, Y'all, that moved me. That, 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 that moved my heart with compassion. Because I know they had no daddy. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what moves me. I'm assigned to that. People who don't know Jesus. I'm assigned to that. Come on, somebody. But we got friends that left, you know, when we worked with Campus Crusade and stuff, we supported them. They were in Africa and stuff. But y'all, the one reason I know my assignment was not missionary overseas to Africa, a place like that, remote place, was because God didn't give me the right wife for that. Because she's not taking no malaria shots and out there with the mosquitoes. My wife not going to do that. 
Now, she will labor with some inner city youth and stuff. She's done that with me all over the country, bad areas, right? But that's not our stuff, you know, living in huts and stuff. I could do it. My wife don't play. I remember we took, when I was a youth pastor, we took, you know, and I was, I was at a predominantly um, white church two, two times. And, you know, so when, when white churches say they're going camping, y'all, they talking TPs, the steaks, rubbing the sticks together, you know, all of that <laughs> to make the fire. And it was good, man. You know, it was great. Baby, it'd be a great experience. We just got married. It was a year of marriage stuff. Just like, uh-uh, they ain't got no cabins out there. Me and the girls, we're going to be in the cabins. And that's what they did. Us, us and the boys was out there with the sleeping bag. So what do you know? I can support that. I can give to that. That's not my assignment, though. Hello? That's not my assignment. Y'all, you passed for 20 years. I had friends always took kids on mission trips. They talk about mission trips all the time. I wanted to, and then I wanted to say, man, let's go. get." And I could raise money for everything. And then missions, I just, ah. But we support other people. That wasn't my assignment. But y'all, I could go into the hood, grab kids with nine millimeters, give them the gospel. Hello? They get saved. Throw their weed on the altar. Like, that was me. That was my assignment. What do you know? You know more than you think you know, don't you? Yeah, you do. Did you write it down? Write down what you know. What moves you? What moves you? That's part of your assignment. I want you to think about it tonight. And y'all, let's start making steps. It'll start small. It may not be big. But y'all, if God called you to do it, he's going to enable you to do it on the level he wants you to do it on. So back to Vincent and Elka, we started at and then I did a Bible study one, one time. And I don't know where I got the name from. It just came to waiting, dating, and mating. <laughs> I don't know. And see, God would give you a clue, too. Was that the most packed out one we did? Packed out people out the door. And we just kept doing it. Women come, I'm coming waiting day, man, girl. People coming from everywhere. <laughs> huh. Then we kept on doing it. Then we sold the tapes of it, little cassettes of it. People wanted the tapes. That's a Bible study at a, at a, at a, at a, at a. No, it wasn't. It was downtown at a, at a law firm on the lunch break. Huh. Want you to write a book? Hey, God, you want me to write a book? Give me a laptop. 
Y'all remember Enron? They was giving out laptops like candy bars. <laughs> so I had a friend. He worked at Enron. Y'all remember Enron? Yeah, boy. They were shredding that stuff quick. <laughs> the stuff went down. Hey, man, it was a blessing. God, I had an Enron laptop. I wrote Wayne Dane and Mayton on the Enron laptop. That's true. That's true. Got to give you a clue what he wants you to do, right? What do you know? What do you know? He told you to do something? He told you to write a book? I remember, and I remember when he told me to write the book. Man, I had then I said, well, give me a laptop. He gave me a laptop. I still wrote the book. Talking about the book, wrote a couple of chapters, telling everybody about the book. We're going to get the book done. And I remember that girl, Tasha Terry, she walked up to me. She said, I get so tired of men talking about what they're going to do, finna do. You know, I'm an alpha man. I don't usually let women talk to me like that. But God was talking to her. God was talking to her. So you're going to do it, do it. I already did one. He'd already written the book. That was part of my son. An estimated 100 people have gotten married based on that book. Thousands of people have read it. It wasn't something that I set out to do. It just, it's organic. What do you know? Do you know anything? You know he's supposed to be doing sweet spread thing? How you know? How she know she wants to be in the baking business? Well, this kind of happened. Girl, how much you charge for this? I don't charge, I just do Get a big bird cake somewhere. Girl, I pay for that. What a, nah, I just do I was like, the husband was like, girl, you take that money with me. How much you going to pay for that? <laughs> and we started, right? What do you know you're supposed to do? And remember, whatever you do, see, because Mama Long, my grandmother, y'all know I talk about Mama Long. Y'all love Mama Long. What kind of, what kind of business Mama Long had, Mama? Flowers. And I got on my phone some of the last conversations. We taped them, videotaped. And she said, my nickname was Poon. She come. She said, Poon, I don't know why God gave me that floor shop. I didn't make much money with it. But all so many people got saved coming through that shop. Jamie, did I ever tell you about that time that girl that brought the little baby? You remember that story? And they took the baby home to die and said the baby wasn't going to make it. And they brought the baby by the shop. EBL Flores was the name of my shop. And you know, I, I, I was full of Holy Ghost. I believe the Bible. It says, you know, these are signs of following the belief. They should lay hands on sick. They recover. He said, I laid hands on that baby and I prayed. I don't remember what I prayed. And I went back to doing flowers. 
Just that same like a few years later, somebody came into this shop and this little girl, and she was, I mean, how many years old? And she said, you don't remember me, do you? My mom was there. No, I don't. Say, you remember you prayed for that baby that was supposed to die? So that's her right here. Mama don't go. <laughs> She'd always do that. When she get the Holy Ghost. Jane just bring tears to my eyes now. What do you know? Because whatever you're going to do is going to get people saved. Going to save many people alive. Either literally, right? Literally, right? Hacksaw Ridge guy. You can stomach that. You should watch it. My wife and me. They got, they got all the way up to the, <laughs> to the war scenes. They had to, it was too much for them. But this dude knew he was a conscientious objective, right? Christian for all you know, purposes, right? What we talking about? Seven-day events or something. But he knew he was supposed to be a medic. And he didn't let nobody talk him out of it. Everybody tried to talk him out of it. But I don't carry guns. I don't carry guns. I don't carry guns. He saved more people without a weapon. And many of the people with weapons, he got a mellow on Do you know anything? How you get this old not knowing nothing about what you're supposed to do? One to do a car, know what they're supposed to do. No, phones know what they're supposed to do. Well, phones used to be for talking to them, I guess. Phones might be confused, maybe. But see, the devil, he just wants to confuse us and steal what we already know. Think even in our culture. We used to know that a man was a man and a woman was a woman. No, well, not necessarily. I feel like a woman inside, but you look like a man outside. <laughs> Maybe that's hormonal. Maybe fix the hormones to match your physical body. It'd be a lot cheaper than a sex change, right? They match your body, they match your hormones. Am I the smartest person in America or what? Confusing everybody. The stuff we knew, we don't know no more. That look like a dude, no. It's a she. A she? She. It. They. Them. Zay. Call me Zay. Them. They, one person, you got to call them they, because that's their chosen pronoun. You heard of this? Call me they. Yeah, that's not even grammatically correct. You got multiple demons, multiple personalities, what? We talking to Sybil? We call Sybil they? <laughs> I'm done tonight. I know I put something on your mind. You can't get around this, y'all. You can't, you can't make yourself feel better. There's nothing you can say to make yourself weasel out of this. This is God's will for every Christian. Now, either you can say, I, I ain't doing it. <laughs> you can do that. But I've shown you over and over in the scripture that it's God's will.
for you to find, follow, and fulfill your divine assignment. Because before I formed you, I knew you, I approved of you, and I set you apart to do, you fill in the blank. Let God fill in the blank. Start with what you know. Start with what you knew and forgot or gave up on. Some of us need to go back. I love that shirt, birth vision. We need to go back. We need to go back. We live vicariously. Men live vicariously through sports stars. LeBron, 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 bro, it don't even really matter for us. What the, who the best? They got the money. <laughs> Millionaires bouncing the ball up and down a, a, a court. They, that makes you feel good. We won. They won. <laughs> we won tonight. No, they won. You didn't do nothing but sit down and, and eat popcorn, drink soda, watching them get fatter while they're burning calories. Living through these people, social media influences and stuff. Y'all, it feels like you're doing something, but you're not doing nothing. It makes your life feel like it's full of something. You know? These people, they profile on these dating sites and stuff. Airbrush. Y'all, I see people, I've seen people on social media, I don't have, I'll be like, who is that? She'll be like, you know, that's Anita uh, Smith. That ain't Anita Smith. She look good. Anita Smith don't look like, that's Anita, look, look again. Okay, look at the other picture. Well, no, take me back to that picture. What does she do? Well, she's sucking in her jaws, and the camera's up here, and she did her face like this. All that Photoshopping on your profile picture. People don't do that. Did I say that? Or what, y'all? Come on. Come on. Y'all want to get in the real game? Come on, let's get in it. I'm in, I'm in it. Come here. Come on, Alondra, right here. Mm. I want to talk to the people who don't know. Who said I know something? I know. I know something. Don't let the devil talk you out of. If God said it, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah? Don't get discouraged. Don't let me discourage you. Or anybody. You understand that? So we had to blip with the love life stuff, right? It's okay. You still assigned to some women at the abortion clinic, right? 
Okay. So we're moving forward, right? 